Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. A good Friday morning to one and all. It's Taz and the Moose with you back together again here on this Friday morning as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. Pete Connor across the way. Mike is off here on this Friday morning. Bogish with your updates as we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time right here on CBS Sports Radio. Number to call 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Taz, what's up, buddy? How are you, man? Oh, gee, I'm, I'm, I'm outstanding. Spectacular. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know how you know yeah. that. I mean, I don't have to, you know, you're spectacular, I'm spectacular. Everybody Everyone's all, great. All Life is, is spe- wonderful. Oh, are you kidding me? It's, it's spectacular is the word you use. Perfect adjective to lay it all out, buddy. Spectacular. Spectacular. You are uh, correct, sir. Uh, a good yeah. Friday one all. We got good. Uh, we got some uh, good show on tap yeah. for you. Um, Dontrell Edmond, uh, receiver and NFL receiver, started the year with the Patriots. Uh, now is on injured reserve. He's back with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. He's going to join us coming up uh, later on in the program. Top of the third and final hour. He's going to be in studio. And Dontrell's yeah. joined us before. When he was a member of the Indianapolis yep, Colts, yep, and uh, he's going to be back with us this morning. So look forward to uh, that conversation. We've got uh, college picks and NFL picks coming your way later on in the program as well, Taz. As we get it going, a little football here on this Friday morning. What was uh, a doozy of a, a Thursday night game? Uh, really? <sighs> I mean, if you like boring football, uh, you got it last night. Uh, if you had trouble sleeping, uh, you know, flip on that Viking Redskin game last night. 19-9 final. I, mean, I, I mean, didn't hate it. The first half I thought was kind of entertaining. You enjoyed it? First half. <laughs> Once Haskins got in, Haskins, it was like, oh, boy. It just it lost it for me. But not the first half. It was okay. I mean, I'm surprised you said that. Your Redskins looked okay. Now, now, Taz, they looked okay. Mind, they now, give mind them a you, break. you could watch, you could watch any quality of football, That's and true. because if it's football, you'll love it. I'm watching I think CFL. We, I'm locked right. in. Right. I think I we, I think we've established this the fact true. that you, there's a low bar in terms of entertainment value for you for football, <laughs> which is a good thing yeah. because you're basically you're Roger Goodell's dream. <laughs> You basically personify Roger Goodell's dream. It does oh, not matter. God. It could be a 3 nothing game. Taz will be locked into the second quarter, some tackle. Yeah. He'll be tweeting it out, and he'll be like, look at that. I've never seen that before. What a game. What a performance. Yeah, locked. It doesn't take much. You're right. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but first half was okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, listen, the Redskins, and then when uh, – when, um, Case Keenum goes out with a concussion. Mm. You throw Dwayne Haskins oh, in there. Oh, boy. I mean, wow. I mean, man, what happened? This kid at Ohio State was like, oh my God. this guy's got it. I mean, man, I don't understand this. This kid is not good. How about he's the not fa- good. No, he's not. You're, you're dead on correct. He's, he's not good. How about the fact of, and we'll get into Dalvin Cook and everything. The Minnesota Vikings go for it on fourth and one at yeah. their own 34-yard line. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we're on one of the worst quarterback sneaks that you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> I know, right, I, know, I, know. I mean, everyone on the offensive line, everyone just got pushed backwards. Yeah, it was horrible. 
And so the Redskins down seven at that stage take over in Viking territory. One of the worst decisions by Mike Zimmer. I mean, what are you doing going for it at your own 35-yard line? Punt the football. Dwayne Haskins is that quarterback. What are you do? Like, you are just dying to lose this game. I mean, that that's basically it. You're dying to try and lose this game. And then two plays later, Haskins with a wide-open Terry McLaurin oh. over the middle throws it high and ends up getting intercepted. If Terry was 6'9", he wouldn't have caught that ball. I mean, I like, know. I know. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, the, the, the fourth and one thing was like I, I had to like double take and so I was doing something on my laptop. You know, you watch the game sometimes and you yeah. you, you scan you scan and stuff your laptop whatever and and I'm like wait does he think going? I hear the announcers you know Joe Buck Jones yeah he's going for it. and I look over I'm like wow look where they are what you scan? <laughs> it's it's just four down territory like what yeah. are we doing yeah and then they don't make it but yeah Haskins and with that that throw and just and it was just it just not good. This I just I feel bad for the guy, man, because he was a, he was a you know he had a really good you know good good run at uh, Ohio State, and just man, Keenum yeah. looked good though when he was there. Yeah, Keenum did look good. He looked good. Yeah, he played well. It was we didn't mention. Everybody used to love him when he yes, played for the Vikings. I, yes, I do remember. We had those conversations at that Loved stage. Them. A lot of those conversations, Taz, and he played Too well. Many. And tried to uh, enact a little bit of revenge on the Minnesota Vikings. McLaurin's a hell of a player. He's yeah. got a, a oh, yeah. young receiver for the Redskins, former Ohio State Buckeye. Legit. And he is, uh, he's a legitimate NFL wide receiver. Yes. He's got the speed, the size, runs great routes. I mean, he's an absolute keeper for the Redskins for a long, long time. And they didn't get embarrassed. I thought they would. They didn't. They covered the 17-point, 16.5-point spread, whatever you got it at, mm. uh, right before that game got going. The Vikings win the game by 10, Taz. They have a long, time-consuming drive at the end of the fourth quarter, dropping the hammer with Dalvin Cook. You know, they could have covered the spread late if you got it at 16.5. They failed on a fourth-and-goal opportunity. The Redskins took over with about 45 seconds to go. And that was pretty much all she wrote in a 19-9 final. Um, you know, a battle of field goal kickers, as you saw, you know, both kickers on the field a lot. There was just one touchdown, and that was right before the end of the first half. A Dalvin Cook touchdown run with 11 seconds to go in the first half from about, I would say, what, four or five yards out. He was at that stage. That was the only touchdown of the night. You know, it, it wasn't. I thought it would be worse. So, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't a brutal football game. It was there was not a lot of action. No, and no. and you look at the Minnesota Vikings, you say to yourself, I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, they go in and they dominate they're the better football team against the Lions. They right. come back home, short work week. I mean, how many times we talk about it, Taz, where the team going on the road playing on a Thursday night is at a severe disadvantage as compared to the team as home, sure, right? of course. Minnesota yeah. was on the road last week in Detroit. They come back home. That's not a big flight, a short, no, big travel time. a short run, yeah. Yeah, short run. Thursday night, and Redskin receivers are running free left and right. There's legitimate. <laughs> know, there's, weird. like, no yeah. pass rush whatsoever. You're yeah. saying, to yourself, what, is, what is going on with the Minnesota Vikings here? I mean, and, and you know, the Skins played relative for, I would say, until once Keenum went out, the game was over. There was no, no way Haskins it. was winning that football game. So that, you know, if Keenum stayed in that game, maybe I, I think it probably yeah. would have been a lot more entertaining uh, second half. If Keenum would have stayed in that game, it, you might have had a different result. You might have had an upset. You could have. You're I'm right about that. I'm telling you, man. I, they, they, the, the Redskins look motivated. Callahan, I think, has got them motivated. You know, I, I there's something. I saw something in them yesterday, last night, especially the first half. But you're right to the point you just made. I mean, once Keenum went, once he didn't come out at halftime, after halftime, I'm like, hey. You know, and then they said the concussion stuff and all that, and let's see how long he's in protocol. But I uh, got to say this, too. I mean, you mentioned Dalvin Cook, and he runs hard. Everybody knows that. That guy, he's a tremendous back for the Vikings. 
But how about the veteran Adrian Peterson with a messed up ankle, how hard he ran? Oh, he, he ran very hard. He did, man. He had like 75, 76 yards. I was just reading, and, and, and he ran really hard. So, guy his age, and he had one run that was tremendous. I think it was like in the second quarter. It was where he cut back yeah. and made a couple cuts, made guys fall down. Tremendous. And yeah, it was yeah. a great run. You're right about that. It yeah. seems like – It's hard. Yeah. Well, he seems ageless. He's in great shape. The guy is ageless. How old is he? Uh, I'd say he's, I would say, say Adrian is. Peterson's about 32, 33 years old. Yeah, which in real life, it's very young. But in football, let's say, oh, he's an old man. Well, especially with the amount of. Uh, what do you got, Connor? He's 34 years old. Oh, 34. Wow. There you go. So I gave him I gave him a couple extra years. Here's I said 32, 33. He's 34 years of age. I would say, um, yeah, he ran very, very hard. And he had a lot of carries early on in his career. I mean, he was the best NFL running back for yeah. a large stretch early right. on yeah. in his NFL career, as long as that uh, he wasn't uh, suffering from any sort of a knee injury. He ran the ball hard. I don't know if you come out of that game, you know, you learn anything. I, I think the Redskins, I do agree with you. I think they're a little bit more focused. I think Callahan has kind of done a nice job of circling the wagons. Last week, they lose 9-0 at home amongst the torrential rain against the San Francisco 49ers. They go on the road last night against a Viking team that played very, very well last three weeks. I mean, they lit up the Eagles. They lit up the Giants. They lit up the Lions. And that defense played pretty well last night on the road in Minnesota. Now, no Adam Thielen. Certainly, that hurts the Minnesota Vikings passing offense. Right. But, I mean, the Redskins played a representable, respectful brand of football. They did not look like a laughing stock of an NFL team. And from a Viking perspective, Taz, I guess it's just check off the win and move on to next week. Did you learn anything all that much? I think if you if you flipped on Week 8 NFL and you watched the Minnesota Vikings last night, you say, how the hell is this team 6-2? and two? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. you know, not every week's got to be pretty. All you have to do is come right. away with the win. Yeah, and, and, you know, if you as a Redskins fan, any other Redskins fan, I'd be a little concerned about the defensive backfield. Oh, Did, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's not, not your only concern, I know. But Diggs was wide open. Like, Correct. So, I mean, like, I'm talking about not just him. Like, receivers were open yeah. by, like, 20 yards. Yes, I like, agree. Like, at that. times. I was like, what is going on? Like, I thought they didn't have – I thought maybe the Redskins only had, like, eight guys on the field. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we're going to do something different. We're going to play with ten guys tonight. <laughs> we're doing seven on seven here. Right, exactly. Like, I'm like, they don't have enough guys on the field. There's nobody covering guys. Yeah, Where are more, these guys? Fabian Morneau <laughs> struggled last night in coverage. Uh, he certainly did. You're not wrong about that. You're right. Wide they, open. They did. You know, they, there's some talent on that defensive line. You know, all the all former Alabama players. Uh, you know, pain. Reed. Uh, you know, pain. Love pain. Both right. of us. Right. We, Correct. We hyped them up yeah, when we came yeah. out of Alabama. Uh, coming out of Alabama. And he's the one that hustled on the opening uh, Minnesota. Sort of Vikings fumble, drive, yeah. talking about Stephon Diggs, Diggs who's yeah. running, who didn't take care of the football and forced the fumble. Um, task. So you give Payne a lot of credit. Uh, you know, I come out of it, though, uh, you're right about the Redskins. They, listen, they, they've got a, a world of issues. For Minnesota here, I guess you look at their brand of football right now, and you know, with Dalvin Cook, you t- hit upon that. He's the NFL leading rusher. They're using him as a hammer. As long as he stays healthy, I'll tell you, he runs very, very hard. Oh, yeah. He's, he was a wonderful player at Florida State. He dropped in the draft. The Minnesota Vikings draft him. He's dealt with some injuries here when he's healthy. You know, he's right there as a top five running back in the sport. Oh, there's no doubt. He he is tough as heck. Uh, they had a nice interview with him um, on the uh, at Fox with uh, what's up? Uh, what's forget her name? She had a nice sit down interview with him. What's her name? Ah, jeez. She used to work for ESPN. Tall girl. Uh, 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 yeah. Aaron Andrews. Sideline reporter. Yeah, okay. yeah. But she did a sit-down interview with, with uh, Dalvin Cook. It was really good before the game. I was locked in about 45 minutes before the game. You know, I was just show prepping. And um, 
and she did this long interview with him, and it was great. I mean, he's a really humble guy, Cook. Like, for his success, like, he doesn't come across like you would maybe expect. Like, super humble, really nice, uh, mundane Jones. You know, very laid back. Then he gets on the field and just trucks you. I mean, he is an animal, man, the way he runs the ball. I love the way he runs the ball. Yeah, he does run very, very hard. And he's one of those guys, it's weird when you look at Dalvin Cook, who's only 5'10". He plays a lot bigger than 5'10 mm. uh, when he's running the football. He doesn't look like a – you know, Adrian Peterson's running the football. He looks like a guy that's 6'1", 6'2", he does. right? Yeah, I he mean, does. he looks like that guy. Right. You know, Dalvin Cook is sitting there at, at 5'10", and he plays bigger than that size. I don't mm. know. It's just weird. He, he carries a punch when he finishes off drives. Yeah. He's got the speed. Um, there's a lot to like about him as a player. I didn't see that interview. Maybe I'll hop online after the show and check it out with Aaron. We could watch it together when I during a break. Yeah, we want. could do that. You're right about that. Was a Pete come in and kind of yes, we could. Right, go get a cup of coffee and sit there and watch the interview with Aaron Andrews. That's it. That's what we'll do during be the great break. Pull up on a laptop. That's exactly. <laughs> we'll go next door to uh, Gio and uh, Gio, uh, What's his name? Boomer and Gio. We'll watch it with them too. Oh, I'm sure. They'd, I'm sure they'd adore it. <laughs> Here is Cousins talking about the fact that uh, last night, not a revenge game at all. Take a listen. We won the game, and that's all that matters, and that's all my focus is on. And uh, uh, they they were a, a tremendous place to go to work for six years, and I just had the best of memories of my time there. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's being as politically correct High as you can. High Jones. That's How about Mike is. Zimmer, who, uh, you know, uh, the coaching gaffe in that third quarter, going for it on uh, uh, fourth and one in his own 35-yard line. Here is Zimmer on the victory. It was a good win. Uh, I like the toughness of this football team. They fight. Um, I think it showed in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, I told them at the end there, you know, we got 10 minutes left. We got a 10-point lead. Let's go put this thing away. So, um, but I think that's a sign of a good football team. How about for Bill Callahan? We talked about Haskins struggled in the second half, stepping in for the injured Case Keenum out with a concussion. Here's Callahan talking about his rookie quarterback. Yeah, I thought, you know, uh, for the most part, he went in there and, and did, did his best. I think he'd like to have that interception back. That was a, that was a crucial part of the game. Mm. Yeah, well, that's I mean, the one we were talking about. Uh, right. Everyone, yeah. And that says, if for coaches speak, when anyone says, well, he did his best, that's not exactly a glowing report. That means there's a reason why he doesn't start. Right, that's exactly. We talk, uh, Taz brought up Adrian Peterson, who ran the ball well last night. How about being back in Minnesota, AP? It felt good. <laughs> it was a, definitely a... Uh, a great home welcome. You know, they welcomed me with open arms and just showed the love that they they have and they have for over a decade. So it was a special moment. I had to hold the tears back, to be honest with you. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it was special, special moment. Yeah, I'm sure it was uh, for him to be back yeah. uh, as he was kind of the face of Viking football uh, for a long, long time. How about the uh, – I was really liking – they won them before the Vikings unis, the uniforms they were wearing. Purple on purple with the, the, the gold gold numbers with no white on the numbers. Like just solid. I, I thought it was – I like it. I thought it was cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind it either. I didn't mind it either. You like the fact that you have the contrast between the white on the helmet and the gold in the numbers? Funny you said that. You see, because I, I agree. I don't I, – I think you're saying you don't like that. I don't I, like I, that. I, don't. I would say do the, the horn gimmick, the white horn gimmick, do that in gold. I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't. I like the alternate uniforms. I agree with you. I thought it was a nice look. I just was kind of distracted because of the white on the, the white, helmet. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Or even if you know what they could have done too, they could have done a uh, a gold helmet, athletic gold helmet with a purple Horn Jones. You know? Oh, they could have done. Yeah, they got the money. Buy all the helmets for the guys. Well, I don't, a bunch you know, of helmets. but it's weird. The NFL doesn't embrace that kind of thing like college does. 
I know. And maybe they should. Maybe it's a case of there should be kind of alternate helmets that they crack out. Uh, and, and I'll be honest with you, I think at some point down the line there probably will be because that's another way to make right. some money. I should have had uh, – I should have – wonder what Robbie – I wonder what jersey Robbie was wearing during the game. Oh, boy. This early? <laughs> Why don't we try and get him on as a guest later on? No, the game. This early? No, you don't think so. I mean, we're going. I I thought we would circle back that at the three. We used to see Robbie. (laughs) Remy used to come on the WFA. Yes, I remember. See him early in the morning. Remember? Yes, I remember. Yes, great time. I know those were my goal. Best best times of our lives. (laughs) My goal is, I I think it's uh, almost uh, at least four times, three times a week on the show. To make a Robbie reference. Just trying to get him over. That's oh, all. listen. I think we've hit the quota. <laughs> I think Talk we hit that Mark. quota on Wednesday. No, it's Listen, you guys know the deal. When you see and hear Vikings, you think of one guy, Robbie. The second guy is Gio, another big Viking. I know. Who's uh, rocking a nice Islander jersey today, which I he respect. He is, with his name on the back. Yeah. Respect that. Right, all yes. Right. All respect for the Islander fan, for damn fellow right. Islander fan. Right, right. yes, uh-huh. yes. Right. Patrick Mahomes, health update on the knee. He's practicing for the Chiefs. Will he play Sunday against the Pack? We'll discuss. We'll get into that next. Taz Moose on a Friday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's right. Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right. got there, Moose. Uh, yeah, I got to read to do for okay. us. Okay. So. CBS Three, Sports Radio's toll-free line stuff, is yeah. brought to you by Geico. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Uh, so apparently, I, I know when you walked out of the studio, the update guy who works on the show sometimes, Andrew Bogus, he had... As usual, fact-checked us on the helmet conversation with the NFL. Well, kind of. <laughs> what do you mean, kind of? I thought he'd give you facts. He, it was kind of. What does kind of mean? Uh, well, no, I'll let Andrew explain. Oh, well, he's here? I, let me defend myself. For, oh. Good morning, everyone, by the way. Uh, yeah, I didn't fact-check you. Fact-checking is if, you, if I came in here and was, like, correcting mistakes that you made. I was just pointing out because I heard you guys discussing the helmet, the helmets and why... Uh, you know, the helmets were the same last night. And at some point in the NFL, you weren't necessarily allowed to have alternate helmets like they do in college. This is why the Buccaneers for a while haven't worn the creamsicle unis because oh, they couldn't best. wear the white helmets. Now, Moose pointed out. Hold on a second. This, you're saying you're not allowed. Why? Because the league said what? I think what I remember safety. reading was that the league wanted you to have one helmet. They didn't want players switching in and out of helmets because one was purple, one was yellow, one was red, one was blue. You know, Oregon, you wear a different helmet every day if you're a duck. Right, right, right. So I think the NFL wanted you to be in one helmet that was yours, that fit correctly, whatever. Um, but there have been exceptions. I mean, the Steelers wear a different helmet when they wear their weird, like, bumblebee right, uniforms. Right, 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 right. I think Packers that the Packers had one. So I don't know if they are painting over no, their helmets and repainting them. things, they're or there's you can get an exception. But I, I remember reading at one point you weren't allowed to have – other helmets. Helmet just, I mean, I, I'm not saying you're I believe you, and I, yeah. I get what you're saying. But Well, he believes it. He doesn't know it for a fact. That's what I was saying, kind of. I see. So yeah. then why is he, then age, why are you coming in here? just making conversation. No, you know, when I, when I don't listen, That's you why I get aggravated But here's the one, thing I, he, the one thing I was thinking about. When the Packers wear their alternate, the helmet is just yellow. So conceivably, it's easy to just take the decal Take them off. Yeah. Take the striping down the middle and the decal off. Right. right. 
the Green Bay decal off of it, and, and then you just have your yellow helmet. I I hear you, and we were talking about during the break, you and I, about uh, the the Redskins. They're on the helmet because they, they've won that. They've won that other helmet too. It almost looks like a Florida State type deal, correct? With the uh, spear or whatever that is, right? Up there. Uh, so, um, I don't. I I think the Jets did it a couple of years ago too, when the Jets are wearing the white helmets. I could have sworn they wore a they wore a throwback helmet like the other green one. Regardless, I don't understand the safety part because okay, you 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 are locked in into the yeah. computer. And I, you I found, I found like the article. Grade. So okay. so it, the He's rule. Like, I want to say something. The rule came about in 2013 specifically for the Bucks creamsicle throwbacks and the teams that wear alternate helmets now. They're just redecorating. The shell of the helmet. There you go. So to the point you made about the Packers. Moves. Yeah. Right. So like the Bears yeah. are putting new stickers on. They change their face mask color, but it's the same helmet. They just redecorate they just it for redecorate. those games. So yeah. So that's why. And it is about safety. They want you to have one quote unquote helmet shell. But Noske is the is the company who checks all the helmets. They, the all high school, college, lacrosse helmets, football helmets, any kind of helmet you're, you're sending, no matter what level. You know, your team or school or pro team has to send it to them. We've discussed that company. They do the safety nuts. I don't understand what all the money these owners have. And the NFL, why can't why can't the Buccaneers, you know, at times, you know, wear their a white helmet? I mean, to me, the safety thing's weird. I would think if it's like, well, the owners ownership doesn't want to buy more helmets. Okay, then I can understand that. But safety? I mean, it's just getting Noske checked on it. That's all it is. It's got the stamp. Well, how much check? Yeah, I, I don't. I you know uh, that's above my pay grade. They, they must have a. I mean, there's got to be a rationalization. I mean, the comfortability level of the helmets. We saw that this past you know off season with Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown yeah. Right. Uh, he only wants to wear a specific helmet. They've outlawed certain helmets because of safety concerns because they don't meet safety specifications now. Right. So, and you've seen kind of the design of the helmets kind of change here. You know now. Yeah. Uh, uh, over the course of the year, where they've gotten a lot more, you know, I would say bulbous, uh, a lot yeah. bigger, protecting and, the crown. Yeah, correct. More, yeah. Still yeah. not the David Wright concussion helmet. No, it's still not space ever, cadet. But I'll tell you, there are some because we have we have some at, over at SNY uh, where I work as well. Uh, we have kind of the older helmets and then the newer ones right. for Big the difference. Jets. Big difference. Yeah. And if you put them side by side next to one it's like another, there's a lump in the middle, right? Well, the newer yeah. helmets, like. I would say one and a half times bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it More almost protection. looks like how do you, how does someone put this on their head and yeah. go out there and play football? And that's the technology, and they're light, actually lightweight. And no, I know. That's it, why they're a lot of money. They're, yeah. But they're huge. They're big. They're yeah, big yeah. helmets. They're bulbous, like you said. I'm yeah. just surprised that they're so um, individual that you can't have two that fit you correctly. You it, know what I mean? Like you can. Bro. No, I, you I know. Can. It's like, just there's some. Kind Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. You, I, I know where you're going. I share it's your confusion. Just, it, it just, just seems confusing. like it's over yeah. uh, overprotection. Correct. It's just it seems like it's a CYA thing by the NFL. Yeah. Because these they, they, listen, once the equipment manager has the size of your skull, the helmet size you want, it's logged in the computer on the roster. Okay. Every he knows the size. He or she knows the size socks you wear, <laughs> underwear you wear, everything. It's all under your. I mean, I played D2 football, and that's how it was. I mean, so, I, you know, the NFL is even to a completely higher level. So it's like it's all logged. So your head size is logged. So they know what size helmet you need. So if, so if you know, we are the equipment manager team, and we're from the Redskins, and we, we know we wear those dark maroon helmets, but now ownership says, yeah, you know what, let's go 
We'll, we'll, let's go with an alternate helmet this year, and let's have a, a, an alternate helmet. At times, we're going to wear a white helmet with a burgundy and gold stripe. So then we're going to go. We're going to get the helmets. We have our budget to buy the helmets with the Redskins. Yep. And then we know what size each guy is because it's logged in our, our system. So it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's Yeah, I, it, Taz, you make a great point. I, I don't funky, know. Man. I mean, you're it's right funky. about that. I was thinking about the Redskins. Redskins also wore, uh, at times, those way back now. We're going back. I haven't seen them in a while. Remember when they wore the yellow helmets with the red script R? Going yeah. back to mm. the Jurgensen oh, days yeah. with the gray hel- with the gray cool. face mask. They, cool. At times, they cracked out. They haven't worn those. I, I, I think probably... You know, before they made this new rule, 2012, 2013. Yeah. I, you know, I think somebody else says another team who did another helmet, too. When when we were doing the color, remember when the color rush thing busted out a couple of years ago? Somebody else had a, an alternate helmet. I mean, the Giants went back to their old Giants underline but logo for that's the, the color rush. That's just the decal. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about another team, a different yeah, I don't look know. for the helmet. Did the Bills do a red helmet when they did that whole Christmas game against the, uh, the Jets? Did they have a red helmet? I think they did. I feel like because I think it was red and green. Yeah, I think they did. I was going to ask Pete the body. He looks like his. Uh, No, I believe I believe they did. Yes, that was known as the Christmas game. Correct. Was Pete praying? Did you see what he was doing? No, no, no. He's thinking about the next break he has to get to. Uh, I was thinking about. Yeah. That's all he's thinking about. The next spot. Get me to the next segment. This whole segment, which just happened, my my, obviously all of our commentary. It's radio gold. And mine, my commentary was epic, right? Yours specifically. Thank you. I did all of that with an eyelash in my eye, my left eye right now. And how's your toe, by the way? Thank you for asking. Yeah, you're welcome. It's not purple anymore. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's going back to a regular color now of my skin. So it's it's better. It's still a little bit of an injury, but the eyelash thing's a problem now. I got all these little uh, issues, you know, my my life here. The eyelash thing, Moose, I don't know if I can do the next segment, but because I got an eyelash problem. All right, I'll take over. Sorry to hear. Bogus, take it away. Oh, thanks, Moose. This update's dedicated to him and his eyelash and his his toe. Kick me right to the infirmary. Get Uh, out. I got it. Get out of here. (laughs) It was another one for the archives on Thursday Night Football. Third and goal, Minnesota. Trying to break this six-all tie on the left hash from the four. Cousins hands to Cook. Goes to the left. Towards the goal line. Turns to the goal line. Did he break the plane? Yes, he did. Touchdown, Minnesota. Mike Tirico, Westwood one, calling the only touchdown yeah, anybody scored last yeah. night in Minnesota. Like Sorry, uh, Dalvin Cook forcing his way in from four yards out in the final second to the first half. It broke a 6-6 tie with Washington. His Vikings eventually won 19-9, extending their win streak to five. Cook finished with 98 yards on the ground, five catches, 73 more yards. Kirk Cousins, 23-26, 285 against his former team. Adrian Peterson, against his former team, ran for 76 yards. He took handoffs from rookie Dwayne Haskins in the second half because starting QB Case Keenum suffered a concussion. Haskins picked off in the third when his team had some momentum after a fourth down stop and was only down seven points. The Patriots have made their second trade of the week. Veteran pass rusher Michael Bennett reportedly going to Dallas for a conditional late-round pick in 2021. It starts as a seventh-rounder but can bump up to a sixth. Matt Ryan and his ankle yet to practice this week in Atlanta but still could play Sunday against the Seahawks. Then Bengals wide out A.J. Green officially ruled out for Sunday against the Rams. That game is in London. Giannis off and running as the Bucks open their season in Houston. Matthews left wing goes to Giannis top of the key against Tucker. Down the lane, spins in, one-hand push, got it! 
89-86. Giannis is up to 30. And we still have 9.35 to play. Ted Davis on Bucks Radio. The problem was Giannis fouled out shortly thereafter, but his teammates held on for a 117-111 victory. Giannis finished with 30 points, 13 boards, 11 assists. Russell Westbrook had 24-16-7 in his Rockets debut, but James Harden scored just 19, 2 of 13 shooting. The Clippers ruined everything last night in San Francisco. They won 141-122 on opening night for the Warriors. It was also opening night for their new arena. Kawhi posting 21 points and 9 assists, needing just to play three quarters. The Hawks won their opener in Detroit, 117-100. 38 points for Trey Young. And Sun center DeAndre Ayton suspended 25 games for testing positive for a diuretic. But the Players Association expected to fight that fairly vigorously, saying Aiton took whatever he took by accident. Number 16 SMU oh, sur- uh, survived Houston last night. go home night. and take a diuretic just by accident. No, 30. but no, hold on. But this, one thing about that, though, that's happening a lot lately in sports. And I do think it's because supplement companies are trying to get the edge on each other. I'm, I'm, it, it is. I mean, just hearing it now with Nate Diaz, okay? Yeah. I mean, and that's going to just blow up even more. And he's coming forward basically saying, hey, I take supplements and stuff from Whole Foods. I'm completely natural. Um, I've delved in none of that stuff, he's saying. If you look at his physique, the guy's, I don't think he's ever touched a steroid in his life. I mean, the guy has the worst physique ever. I mean, he'll knock your freaking face off. He's a tough, you know, yeah. SOB. But, but anyway, I, I do think that it could happen because of these supplement companies are so competitive and – they're all trying to get an edge on each other, and you could come up dirty, I think, right. with natural stuff. So I, I kind of, you know, I, I mean, I lean towards, you know, the athlete on that. If they come out and they're saying that, that you know, that, that hey, I, this, this, I didn't do this, blah, 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 I didn't know I was taking this, I, I'll always lean towards giving them the benefit of the doubt. Well, I guess the eight in defense yeah. is going to be that a diuretic, it's banned because it usually covers up a real thing. Right, because you're trying to flush out your system. So, right. a, so there was nothing else in his system. He right. was not masking anything with the diuretics. They're going to try and get it reduced, if not all. Maybe it's retaining water. Yeah, I've, take, yeah, I've, had, uh, I've taken diuretics in my prime. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, maybe it's just because of, of baseball, where I kind of raise an eyebrow to everything. Um, right. And the uh, I don't really necessarily, and that's fine. I don't really trust the athlete. And we kind of differ on PED use, Taz, you and I, when we, oh, yeah. we've talked about it. But uh, I don't, I, I mean, I, I think you could pay too much money to, to not know exactly what's in everything that you're taking. Uh, and having a feel. Um, it's just tough to get everything, like, you know. No, I, I get it, it but if I'm going to pick something up at GNC, I, I'm I'm going to make sure that I, if if I'm making, if I'm DeAndre Ayton, I'm making sure, and I don't even know if he picked it up at GNC. I'm just naming, naming a right, place right, that, right, that right. I know that sells that kind of stuff. If sure. I'm taking, a, you know, some kind of supplement, I'm going to make sure that I know whatever is in that supplement is cleared, uh, you know, with the the protocol of the NBA and something that's agreed upon. I mean, that not that doing your due diligence? It is, and we've talked about that. I mean, you have to the way you have to do it. And it's it's harder than it sounds. You got to contact a trainer. You got to, and I think they sent. I know when my son, uh, he they were sending them the players the, as Division One athletes a list of what's banned, and they get an email before the season of everything. That's college athletes. So. I would strongly assume a pro athlete. Yeah, but you have the same thing. But, I mean, Taz, if I'm making, say, for argument, it takes $10, $11 million a year, and I'm a paid professional athlete. you got to look into it. Yeah, no. Taz, you got to do your due diligence. I mean, it's not like like me hopping into G and saying, yeah, let me pick this up or let me pick that up. Right, yeah. You know, know, I'm doing my due diligence. I'm making sure anything that I I put into my body – 
I have to know uh, with 100% certainty that that's cleared by whatever league I'm playing for. I don't, I don't want to have a – and I understand you might have taken it by mistake, but you've got to be smarter than that. I yeah. mean, that, that's the only point with DeAndre Ayton. I'm not telling you that he's a cheat or anything like that, or I'm not telling you that he's masking for something else. As, as Bogus just told you, there's nothing else in the system. But you, you can't tell me, oh, I just took a diuretic by mistake. No, because you've got to be better than that. You've, yeah. you've got to know what you're putting in your body. This is your job. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a different day and age, too. Like, uh, when I was in my prime, it was a little bit different. Like, you know, like when I was in ECW, I mean, there was no testing. So yeah. it was the Wild Wild West. I mean, well, so, I'm sure, right? I mean, but now wild, it's completely different, west. right? Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine. <laughs> Very right. wild west. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and when I went into WWF, like they didn't they, they didn't drug test right away, and then they they sat us all down. So listen, here's the deal. So and even with that, with supplements, you know, you had to be careful what you what yeah you, what you put what in you your put body. In your body. There was a supplement called creatine, which yeah. which what the original supplement of creatine was like. You can get it now, and it works. It'll put muscle on you. But back when creatine was first. You could buy it at whatever you know supplement store. I'm telling you from experience, the first time I took that stuff, I'm like, this stuff will be banned or they're going to change this stuff. You know why? It works. Like, that stuff felt like <laughs> yeah, you were not taking something when you were in the gym that was natural. After one teaspoon of it in my coffee, that's how I used to take it before I went to the gym, I'm the original creatine. Now, today, in today and age, they changed the formula. It's still called creatine. My son takes it, but it's a lot milder, which is good. Because I would take it and then like I couldn't I couldn't urinate for about six hours. Oh. I'm like, this is not good. Uh, but I was putting a lot of muscle mass on, so I kept taking it. I was a I was an athlete. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is I'm not doing nothing legal. I'm buying it in the store. Yeah. And I'm working for a company that's not drug testing. All right, so I'll drink more water and I could pee, you know. So and but your kidneys were getting, you know, locking up. Right. That's what my doctor said. If I was taking about a month, so he saw me. He's like, "Wow, you got very big. What are you doing?" And I'm like, oh, "This creatine stuff's great, but you got to be careful with that." I go, "It's natural. It's not natural because it's legal, but you got to be careful with it because because they they're gonna have to calm it down because he used to deal with a lot of athletes. He goes, and it really affects your kidneys." Oh. And then they did calm it down. So I'm giving you a real deep in the woods on creatine use. I should have taken that when I was on the board for Chris and Mike. <laughs> Who cares about kidneys? All right. I may have taken it once. Yeah. The rest wonder, of your digestive tract is a mess anyway. I sat there for so. five and a half hours without any bathroom breaks. I, I never thought of it like Great that. Point, Mike, <laughs> great point, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Exactly yeah. right. I never exactly. thought of it like right. that. Breaking the board. Hey, Mark, you're looking very large back there. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, did I mention that number 16 SMU beat Houston last night? We're uh, 31. SMU beat Houston? Yeah. How about that? They're 8 0. That's awesome. SMU's uh, actually pretty good this year. Yeah. Seems like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the New York Rangers snapped their five game skid, 6 2 over Buffalo, and LAFC beat the LA Galaxy 5 3 to reach the MLS Western Conference final. That's next week against the Seattle Sounders. Guys, back to you. All right. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, we mentioned going into a break about Patrick Mahomes. Now, Taz, you know, there was video that came out a little bit yesterday, and it was kind of a short video of Mahomes going through some drills and kind of going half speed with this knee injury. Uh, and Andy Reid, the, as the Chiefs get set to take on the Packers this weekend, you know, Andy Reid hasn't closed the door on potentially Patrick Mahomes playing, right? Yeah. You know, it hasn't said he's definitely out or anything like that. For, for the sake of Patrick Mahomes, 
and for Kansas City Chief football here moving forward, the idea of throwing Patrick Mahomes after he suffers a dislocated kneecap that quickly back into an NFL game where he's already dealing with an ankle injury that he's injured, uh, hurt on a couple of different occasions, Taz. Mm. And it might, Taz, it might be the old case of an NFL coach saying, okay, we're going to provide Mike Pettin and the Packers something else that they might need to prepare for that maybe they close the door just in case and you know create some extra work for them. I, I think it would be negligent. Uh, I really do. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't care what he. You know. You know, uh, what kind of speed he is at right, practice. Right. I don't think uh, to to roll him back there after that kind of an injury. And and you should be happy he's not done for the year. Absolutely. That he's only going to be out three day weeks. You know, that's yeah. what the reports were early on. I know everybody heals a little bit differently. To throw him back in there quickly, Taz. I think you're doing such a disservice for your franchise and for the young player that he is. This I agree with everything. And I don't even understand why he's practicing. I, I don't either. He's 24 years old. This kid's great. He's not good. He's great. He's the future. He's the current and the future of, of the Chiefs for a lot of years to come. Why? Why? I understand you want to beat the Packers, and every game is a Super Bowl for all these teams. I respect that. But come on. You can't do this. This, this You got to you gotta let this guy, and, and for the tra- if the training staff clears him, it's, you got to start shaking your head like, what's going on? He's got to get cleared before they can play him. Right. He's got to get medically cleared. And and I'd be I'd, – I'd still, even with him being at practice, Taz, I'd still be stunned if he plays against the Packers this weekend. You saw – I did not see the video. Yeah, he, I saw – it was How a quick, like – it was a quick, really 10-second video. He threw a pass and then kind of jogged. But he didn't look like he was jogging at full strength. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, he didn't right, right. look just, like his – he didn't look like his normal gait. Right, like right. That. I understand. Yeah. I, I, he wasn't limping, no, like, but he just didn't look – he looked like he was a little um, – I would say apprehensive. Yeah, would you don't be want to put word. too much weight on it. Correct, like right, 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 right. So that that's the way I would kind of describe the way that he looked. It was, you know, something I saw on the NFL Network yesterday afternoon when they were talking about him being at practice, and it could have been from the day before because he's been at practice the last couple of days. But I'll tell you, I'm I, looking at it now. I see what you're saying. See I'm what watching I'm saying? It now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he does. I mean. I think you'd be, for lack of a better phrase, I think you'd be stupid. Yes. I mean, that's that's being dopey. Even for him to be back on the practice field. You know, you're Andy Reid. I know you're dying to win. You're looking at that championship window being wide open. You lost the AFC title game. You got Matt Moore, a quarterback now. I, I get all that. Um, and, and the disappointment for him suffering the injury on a quarterback sneak in which he suffered it. But if you roll him out there, I'll tell you, you're just asking. You're asking for it. You're, you're asking for him to suffer a, a more catastrophic injury. You're asking for the criticism to come your way. You're asking for the ultimate failure. You don't want to have anything that could cut his this career short or affect him long-term uh, over the knee, duration. Kneecap dislocation is no joke. And just imagine if you're on that Packers defense, you're pinning your ears back. Yeah. Oh, this is a, you're like, okay, put him in the game. You got it. You got it. You know. You got to ding him up. It's you don't want to hurt the guy, but th- you know th- that's how these guys think, and you have to. It's a, it's a violent game, no doubt. Especially with a guy, if you play, if he can't scramble like he did before, forget about it. He's yeah. not breaking containment. I know, and he's a sitting duck in that pocket. We saw that chief offensive line get abused by the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, yeah, I know. And he was a sitting duck dealing with that ankle injury. Oh, I don't know. I, that to me is a head scratcher. It really is. I mean, I, I guess if you're you know, I want to know. You want to know if you, how you feel if you're a Chief fan seeing Patrick Mahomes at practice. Does it excite you? Is it does it concern you? Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Plus, Baker Mayfield continues his war against NFL refs. We'll get into that next as well. It's Taz of the Moose with you here on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio.
It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this uh, Friday morning. Before we get to uh, the busy calls, I wanted to bring up one other thing, Taz, here this hour, and that is Baker Mayfield, who got fined $12,500, right, for uh, speaking out against the officiating um, following the uh, 32-28 loss to the Seattle Seahawks. Now, I will say this. I, I particularly don't understand why, as long as you are not overly aggressive in your commentary, if you're a, a coach or you're a player and there's a bad call and a blatantly bad call and you're asked about it, why you can't be critical of the officiating on the field? Right. And you see it in all leagues. Right. You see it in the National yep. Hockey League. You see it in the NBA. It's not just an NFL issue. I don't understand why, as Mayfield said, and, and I understand he's, there's not a lot of fans of Baker Mayfield, very divisive, but – He's right. I mean, guys need to be held accountable for yeah. what they do. And if they're doing a bad job, yep. you, you can't put your head in the sand and send an email or a memo to the NFL league office complaining about official when you just lost a football game. Right. Um, and so I don't I still don't understand for the life of me why a guy's getting fined twelve thousand five hundred dollars for being critical of some of the calls on the field. I know why. I know why. Okay, and when I explain it, you'll 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 get it in two seconds. Okay, they it's it's control, and they they the officials in the NFL they want and they need to keep the credibility of those refs. So when the players, the superstar athletes, are knocking the credibility or where a call was done or whatever it may be, that they want it's hush money, not hush money. They want it's punishment, and hush money, <laughs> whatever that means. They want you to shut up, so they don't want you talking and burying them. Because they don't want the superstar athlete hurting the credibility of the refs. So they want you to shut up. So if you talk, it's going to cost you money. Okay. It's not right. It's wrong. It's no, completely wrong. And, and Taz, I get that. I get that in terms of the right. control. I get yeah. the, the idea of the credibility. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? right, if, right. if every Tom, Dick, and Harry and Jane out there watching an NFL game sees a bad call being made, and they're going to Trey Flowers after the game, and he can't, he's he got to bite his tongue, can't say anything because he doesn't want to get an envelope in the mail and get a $10,000 fine by the right, NFL league office yeah. and be critical and saying that wasn't what was called on the field. You know, it's okay to be critical. You know, it's okay to face criticism. I think when you face criticism, you actually can get better, right? I mean, when you sure. hold guys accountable, they're going to make sure that what they make a call is correct. That there's, you know, And, and some of these can be game-altering calls. So, you know, to me, though, even with the rationale and re- reasoning, and you're right, I mean, we're in agreement here. I think it's lame. I think it's bogus. I agree. I think it's lame. I think it's bogus, too. I, I completely agree. But it's ego. It's ego, and it's they want to be the, the, the NFL and the officials. It's all ego. They want players to have, have that fear and that panic of saying something because they don't – they want them to keep their mouth shut. So if you talk, you say the wrong thing, no matter what sport it is, you are going to get fined. It's going to cost you ten grand. It's going to cost you fifteen grand or whatever. You see, coaches, you you could literally see them biting their tongue in these press conferences. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, we referenced it when uh, the Texans lost to the Colts this past week. Remember, I told you Bill O'Brien after the game basically was asked about the officiating and basically said, "Guys, listen, don't ask me about the officiating. I'm not talking about the officiating. I'm not going right. to comment on any right. call that's right. made on the field." Bill O'Brien doesn't want to get a call or a fine from the NFL league office. Yeah. 
He don't. He's got. He's got to go home and then see his wife. And his wife. His wife's like, "Well, what do you mean? we're getting fined twenty five thousand dollars because you just keep your mouth shut. Don't well, talk about it." And, and then the and then there's the the fallout, right? Taz, it's not just the fine. Then there's the perception of, well, if I'm overly critical of the, this officiating crew, the next one that's officiating oh, our game, yes, I'm not going to get the benefit yes. of the flag agenda. Right, the Correct. flag's going to be against me. I'm not going to, you know, the calls are not going to go my way or I'm not going to get the necessary call that I need when there is a, you know, the guy won't see it or, you know, will perceive the play a different way. Of course. Agenda. Yeah, the refs are slippery and sketchy. The officials and the umpires suck too. There you go. (laughs) We'll get to your calls at 855-212-4CBS. John Rubin, hang in there. Guys as well, uh, we'll get to your calls. We'll do that next. It's Taz and Smooze. It's a Friday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.